Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Relationship Renovation Podcast. I'm Tara Kerwin. And I am EJ Kerwin. And just want to say thank you for listening, for tuning in, for, again, amazing feedback about how helpful these podcasts are at an individual level and also for your relationship. It just feels very, right, every Friday when we sit here and we either it's just the two of us or we have guest speakers and we've got our headphones on and we're talking into the mics and we have our Starbucks, I'm like, my heart feels very fulfilled and happy knowing this is definitely like what I'm supposed to be doing and it feels really good. Yeah, it's definitely like one of the our favorite parts of the week every week is is doing this podcast and uh, and talking to some really, sometimes it's just the two of us, but then we're lucky enough to have some amazing people uh, come on and share their stories. And I know some of the most inspiring uh, episodes so far have been with people that we've worked with, that have we've seen their experience coming through our center yeah. and seeing their growth. Because I mean, I think that's why Tara and I, you know, what keeps us in this field is seeing people shift in positive ways, seeing people become, you know, closer and closer to their best selves, seeing people suffer less. It's just amazing. And then mm. when we're lucky enough to have somebody be willing to come on and talk about it, Ooh. it's just like a true gift because then you then we, then it gives our audience a, the opportunity to like hear about you know the path of growth and so we'd like to introduce you to this is Victoria Victoria has worked with Tara for how how long have you guys been working together almost 3 years yeah, yeah. almost 3 years yeah. yeah 3 years she is on a personal journey that she's sharing, and she shared it through her social media. Uh, Vix Losing is her Instagram and TikTok, and it's just like sort of blown up, right? I mean, it's yeah. it, it has to have surprised you in some ways. Like it, it's taken off, and now you're also launching a new career for you as yes, a, like a wellness definitely. coach, a fitness coach, um, online, you know, kind of personal coaching, which is a huge thing. And you're here to share your story with us. So welcome, Victoria. Thank you. I'm yes. so excited to be welcome. here. Welcome. Your your story is inspirational. And my, you know, my kind of intention for asking you on is because I think, well, you know with your social media following now, but just like that you have impacted so many people and that's all you. And, you know, kind of just telling your story and and letting others hear and provide maybe hope that hope that things can be different that shift happens here <laughs> yeah with all of us and uh yeah so thank you so much for being on today and being thank vulnerable you. and welcome to our podcast Vic <laughs> thank you I'm so excited well I mean start off like just tell us a little bit about yourself like where are you from and where did your journey begin and and where is it now um so I grew up in Arizona I've lived here for almost all my life. I moved around a little bit, but I think my story starts when I was younger. I think I battled with my weight for my entire life. It was just something that I was really hyper aware of as a child, mm -hmm. and it just continued into my adulthood. And just about a year ago, I decided to make a really big change for myself. I looked into bariatric surgery, which I had heard about it before, but I didn't exactly think that I could go through with it and 
overcome all of the obstacles that you have to do before you actually have surgery. But I went ahead and I took the risk. And last January, I had a consultation with my doctor and I started the whole process of this journey. So you've been struggling with weight you know, going back from as young as you can remember, you said you have always been like hyper aware of that. Let's start with like, what made you start the therapy process? Like what happened where you were like, you know what, something needs to change? I think that I was just really tired of being sad all the time. Okay. Um, my anxiety and my depression were really bad and I knew I had to do something for it. I had never been to therapy or even thought about going to therapy And then I started coming, what, in, like, September, like, almost three years ago. Mm -hmm. And I was in a really low place in my life that I never thought I could get out of. And I never thought I could be vulnerable and open up and talk about the actual struggles and thoughts that I was having. For a long time, I really didn't think I would make it past, like, high school. Wow. Um. Yeah, I feel like I had a lot of really dark thoughts and it really, my self-esteem was very low. And then I came to therapy. Had you ever opened up to anyone like that before? No, I thought it was really scary and I didn't really have anybody that I could talk to about that, that I felt like really safe with to share those vulnerable feelings. So I was really grateful to come to therapy. I didn't know it would change my life the way that it did. That was all you. You were ready. You just needed a platform for it to kind of start your growth. Because what I remember when you first came in is kind of like piggybacking on what you said is your sense of self was pretty invisible. Yeah, You know, that you were constantly like, I could feel your big heart and your energy and your light. I could feel that from you from the second you sat down in my office. I know that you couldn't feel that from you. And, you you know, I remember you even having that story of like, I don't even know why people like me. I don't even know why I have these friends. Like, because, you know, one of the first things was like, there's these strengths that you have because you have these beautiful friendships that have lasted like long time. And I don't know, I think just like, you know, you being willing to allow me to hold that space for you so then you could start to understand what does a healthy sense of self even mean, right? Exactly. Because I think for a really long time, you did not feel valuable or of value. Mm-hmm. And I think that's why I was in a very low place because I didn't see any value in myself. And the coping skills, let's talk about the negative coping skills that you probably didn't even know were coping skills, right? Like you probably had been doing them your whole life since you were a child to cope, but how did they present? What were were your coping skills when you presented into therapy? Uh, My coping skills were binge eating was definitely something that I would do all the time. And even like closet eating, like just hiding what I would eat but I knew anytime I was sad, I wanted to go to McDonald's and get a hot and spicy because for some reason I thought it would make me feel better. So I didn't have a healthy way of coping with those feelings and I had nobody to talk to. Well, and I remember one powerful thing is, and this is for, you know, we, EJ and I both used to work with clients who struggled with eating disorders that food, A, we need it. Yeah. (laughs) You know, from, it's one of the first things we need when we are born. And it's very easily accessible. And 
it feels safe. And it's such a very like unconscious way of like feeding ourselves, nurturing ourselves. And then we start to develop this very unhealthy relationship with it, but we don't even know. Yeah. You know, and I kind of think that was like that beginning work for us. So you've been in this place of suffering for a long time since you're a little girl. Yeah. And you get to a crisis point where you're just so, you're just so sad, right? And, yeah. And, and, and struggling. And then you take this brave step of going to therapy. Yeah. And you're lucky enough to hook up with a therapist that you, that you connect with, which is, which is huge. It's amazing. I yeah. didn't, like a lot of people are like, don't be discouraged if this therapist isn't the one for you. Like not everybody can have good luck with the first therapist that they meet, but. You got lucky. You know, I got really lucky. <laughs> so what did you notice like in those, because it was a couple years of working with Tara, right? What did you start to notice was changing inside for you? I think that I just started to believe in myself more. I was proud of myself for getting up every single week and going to therapy. I was showing up for myself and I wanted to put in the work. I wanted to better myself, which was so, so new to me. I, I didn't care about myself before. Yeah. And now I just want to live my life and I want to be happy and I want to learn how to change all of my negative patterns and work on all of my negative coping skills. So you, you start to build confidence by just showing up and yeah. connecting with this person and you know showing up is for you. Exactly. That feels better. Is there like a, a point where there was like a next shift and where you were like, all right, like it's time to like turn it up a level? Yeah, and I think that's when I finally had the confidence to go to the doctor and assess what I was really struggling with my a lot of my life was my weight. I was like, this is the next step in my journey for me because this was something I just struggled with for a really long time. And I had moved to Washington in 2020 and I had never really been somebody who would go to the doctor a lot because I just, I grew up a bigger person. And every time I went to the doctor, they just told me I was fat and I didn't want to hear that. So I avoided it at all costs, but when I moved away, I kind of gained a little bit of independence. It was my first time on my own, and that's when I I was still seeing Tara over FaceTime sessions, and I went to the doctor, and it was for me this time. It wasn't for anybody else. I felt it in my heart that I needed to go, and I needed to make a change, and this was the next step in my life, and I got connected with a doctor there who didn't make me feel bad for the way I looked or how much I weighed or anything like that, which really meant a lot to me because I had never had that experience before. And that's how like this entire journey started. She started talking to me about the options and what I could do for my weight. And I soon moved back home to Arizona and I still continued my journey here. And I found a bariatric surgeon here in Tucson and I started my weight loss surgery journey which is where my entire life just did a 360. An important thing that I heard, I just want to kind of go back to that is, you know, I know your history and I'm not going to say too much because of confidentiality, but let's just say you didn't have an environment growing up where many people believed in you. And so when you come in, you said you didn't have this belief in yourself and then but you felt like you were held in a space of unconditional positive regard. And yes, I 
believed in you because that's just what my heart is. It believes in all humans, but your heart was so big. And I think that just being in that space, you were able, because that belief has always been there. Yeah. It just didn't get to grow. It didn't get to get cultivated. So therapy allowed that to start happening. And then you also meet with this doctor who also believes in you. There's not the judgment piece. Mm -hmm. And now that you already have belief in yourself and it's grown, it gives you that emotional courage to be like, I can do this next step. Exactly. Because again, food, binging, that was the way you coped with feelings of hopelessness, neglect, not being enough, something wrong with you, whatever Mm -hmm. it was. And it was profound because food, again, it's such an easy medicator because it's always available and we need it to stay alive. Yeah, you can't avoid it. And and a big piece for you with your bariatric surgeon was like, hey, this is not just about the surgery, right? This is about changing the way you feel about yourselves too because we know research shows that if you don't do the emotional work along with the surgery, that there's a chance that it's not going to work and that you'll gain all that weight back. Mm -hmm. And I just remember like how compelled you were to make sure that you were combining both pieces so that you could succeed and and wholly succeed, did you? (laughs) I mean, let's kind of go from there. So you start. So I just want to say, here is someone I've worked with where emotional risks was not in your vocabulary because it was too scary because you didn't believe in yourself. Yeah, And, you know, visit her social media because this woman, this beautiful, inspiring person has taken so many emotional risks this year and it is showing up in such a universal sign of, yes, this is exactly where you're supposed to be and what you're supposed to be doing and kind of share a little bit about what's happened there for you in the last year. Oh my gosh, in the last year. Well, I'm just going to say how much weight I've lost too, just because I started my journey, I think my highest weight, well, I did not like to weigh myself, but I started at 367 pounds Mm -hmm. and you know, today I weighed 192, which wow. is absolutely insane. I think it's like 175 pounds wow, I've lost. Wow, Victoria. It's just wow. like a whole person. It's crazy. But I just feel like I have this brand new lease on life and I just want to live for me. I mean, so that is a remarkable shift over not much over a year, yeah, right? Yeah, it's not. It's since not, my surgery, it's almost uh, I had my surgery June 28th, 2021, and I started this weight loss a little bit before then. I was required to lose at least 30 pounds before yeah. I had my surgery, and I actually ended up losing 55 pounds before I had surgery. So That is resolve right there, since, right? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I was determined. Like this time it just felt so different. It really was for me. So what has this year been like on both an emotional like person level, but then as on a physical level, like what has this year been like? Physically, I have the most energy I've ever had in my entire life. I was just telling my friends the other day that I'm now that person who parks in the back of the parking lot at a store because I want to walk really far now. Like I'm like, <laughs> oh, I want to see all the things I can do with my body. Like I was Aww. always tired and didn't have much energy to go out with my friends or hang out with my family. I didn't want to go and do things. I didn't want to walk around. But now I just want to push my body and see all the things that I can do, which is like I've grown to like love the gym. It's like my second home now. 
I've watched your journey through social media. Again, it's Vix Losing on Instagram and TikTok. And it's, I see how excited you are to be in your body. Like literally it exudes from your page. You look like you're just enjoying being yourself. And that's got to be like such a huge shift for you. Yeah. It's like something I've never felt before. Like I said, I didn't have a lot of confidence in myself. And I feel like I'm just discovering who I am for the first time and learning as I go. It's almost like my whole identity has shifted from such a negative place to really just trying to find where I'm supposed to be. And I know that this was supposed to happen for me. I mean, I I hope so. I struggled for a long time and I couldn't figure out why, but I started sharing my journey on social media because I've always felt very inspired by others on social media who shared their weight loss journey. You know, I always looked up to people who did the same thing. I was like, I hope one day that could be me. Like, I want that for me so bad. And I never knew that it could actually happen. What inspired you to do that? Like, what made, because you've been doing it for like, when did you start? Start my Instagram? Yeah. Oh my gosh, I just started it last February. Last February. So yeah. right after right after the, the surgery. So yeah, I moved back home from Washington January 2021. Yeah, yeah, last year. And then I started this process with my doctor. I had my consultation with him in January. And I was like, you know, I want to document the entire process like pre-op and post-op. And so I started my social media in February. Wow. So the whole journey, the whole yeah. journey. I didn't know that my social media would grow as much as it has. Like, I think today I had 32,600 followers. That is amazing. Like, that's insane. (laughs) Why do you, how do you make sense of it? Like, when you see these people just like follow you and follow you, why do you think it is? It's weird. I feel like sometimes it's weird for me to compliment myself because I'm not used to it. Go for for it. But I do it. (laughs) Your compliments are welcome here. I think I actually am inspiring. You know, I think that I see. I could see myself who I am today in other people before I knew I could be where I am. And so I think that's what people really love. They want to be where I am too. And I want to help other people know that they can also do it. Because I was stuck for a long time thinking I couldn't do it. Yeah. I mean, you have to like look back on that part of yourself, like whatever, two years ago. And if you like closed your eyes at that point and then opened your eyes and, and saw and felt where you are now. I wouldn't it, believe you. <laughs> you wouldn't believe it, right? No. And so I, I think that's what people, that's why they're following you Yeah, is because they can believe it can happen. Like you are a role model to these people, right? Yeah. How does that feel? It feels insane. It's like, (laughs) I never thought people would look up to me or anything like that. I just, I didn't think I was special like that, but I've grown to start like loving myself more. Honestly, seeing the love from random people online, it's insane. Like, why are they complimenting me? And but I guess I do the same thing to others. So I'm like, yeah. why don't I deserve it myself? I do deserve this. I do deserve this. <laughs> you had to do a lot of introspection and a lot of internal dialogue work yeah. to get you to shift, to be in this place right now. Like early in the process, we started to identify a lot of negative core beliefs. Yeah. Right. So what can you identify what some of those were? Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm not good enough. I'm fat. 
Um, basically just like I wasn't special, just yeah. things like that. My confidence and my self-esteem just, I didn't think I was valuable. I didn't think I, my life was worth fighting for. Right. I'm not valuable. I'm insignificant. Right. Mm-hmm. And then we kind of go, went through like, where does that come from? Because we all have negative core beliefs that are developed usually early on. Yeah. Right. But we think, oh no, that's just us. Like I didn't develop. No, I'm just profoundly like there's something wrong with me. And it's like, well, actually, no, that's not true. And so you were able to start tracing it back to like bullying at school and my childhood. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. And so help listeners help us understand when you started to become aware of them, then what happens? When I start to become aware of them, I think I was in therapy, you know, you're helping me understand them. And I think before I would just shut down and shut those voices out. Right. And I would avoid it, which was not good because I wasn't processing them. But when I came to you and we started talking about them and exploring that maybe this isn't all my fault and I can change these, I saw a little bit of change in my, like in my mindset. It shifted and... Even just like having somebody believe in you, like you believing in me made me believe in myself. Like I saw, you know, I am worth it and I can fight for myself. Um, Even though it's really hard, it's definitely not easy. It is like a roller coaster of emotions. It is so worth it. It's that constant reframing of like, okay, I know that like at a very core level, I don't think I'm valuable or that I'm significant. But then you start to find that place where you have hope and then it's just that constant like catching that negative core belief, being like, actually, I'm okay. I am safe. Mm-hmm. I can handle this. I am valuable. You know, and it's almost like in the beginning, you still don't believe it, but like yeah. I might have encouraged you and forced you to do the work, even if you didn't believe it. Yeah. But once you start saying it to yourself more and more and more, and then you have more of those experiences that now fit that, like, I am successful, I am valuable, like, I am lovable. Yeah. Then it starts to develop that positive core belief piece. Yeah. And and feeling, when you start to feel empowered in your thought patterns, then it gives you the ability to feel empowered in behavioral yes. patterns, mm-hmm. right? I agree. That's exactly what I'm hearing you say is like, I began to just like slowly challenge these things. I began to question whether these beliefs, I might not have entirely believed they weren't the opposite was true, that I am worthwhile and I am wonderful and I and I do matter. But you began to at least question it. Yeah. Which then kind of created like fractures in the foundation of all of the that negativity. Yeah. And something like, but there's, a, I saw a long time ago downtown, there used to be this like little mural on the ground and said beneath the sidewalks are flowers waiting to bloom. And so like you create those cracks in your foundation of negativity allowed this life to bloom out of it. I love that. And now you're living it, you know? Yeah. And now you're living it and now you're helping other people create cracks in their foundation. And that's amazing. Like that's, I mean, think about it though. You're not just changing your own life now. Now you're changing like literally thousands of other people's lives. Yeah, Victoria. (laughs) Is that killer or what? It's insane. Like I, and I want to help, like I want to help everybody, you know? I feel like that's just me as a person. Like, I just want to give everything that I can to others, but also something that I've really learned and I'm really happy that I've been implementing this in my life this year is boundaries. Yes. Having boundaries and knowing, 
you know, I can't always give my all to other people because I have to give to myself first, which is I always neglected myself. I always put other people first and I wanted to please them so nobody would ever be mad at me or anything like that. But boundaries, so important. The most profound work you have done is I have got to prioritize myself right now because if I don't, I will not be okay. Exactly. And that is exactly what you have done. You have become assertive. You have a voice. You have needs. You're taking care of your needs. It's pretty amazing to see. So you've built this like amazing following. By the time we broadcast it, it's probably going to be like 40,000 people plus that, that are following you. You've had this personal journey of discovery inside and you're discovering these new parts of yourself and you're laying down boundaries and you have a healthier sense of self. What's next for you? Right now, I think I really want to continue on this personal wellness journey along with my fitness journey, which is like fitness is something that's very important to me right now. And I'm actually going to be a fitness online coach, an online fitness coach, which is so exciting. I, if you would have told me this when I was younger, (laughs) I would have not believed you. Yeah. Like me going to the gym every day or, and like inspiring other people to work out and like (laughs) using the gym as another form of therapy Like, it's insane how happy I feel after I work out. And why do I have so much energy after? But I'm going to be working with other people to hopefully help them change their lives the way that I changed mine. And I'm also going to be working on getting my certified personal trainer. Yeah. And what an amazing thing to help other people do is see that it's a day-by-day journey. Like, you know, in sharing your story with us today, you started as a young person with all the suffering sort of beginning, but then where you've ended up today began over three years ago, that that it was this day-by-day journey that got you to this point. And goodness knows where you're going to be another three years, five years, 10 years, like there's so much more. I mean, isn't isn't that amazing to, to have that in your own heart, but also supporting others on that journey as well? Yeah, I think I just, I really want to help others see the value within themselves. Yeah. I feel like it's really important and I just can relate so much to other people's stories who yeah. share the same thing. Like they grew up overweight and low self-esteem and Maybe they also didn't have anybody to talk to or relate to. And I want to be there for them and know that they can also make it out. Again, the word that's coming to me is like, never give up. I mean, we see couples and individuals that come in here and they are just on the brink of like, I'm just giving up. Like, I cannot do this anymore. And there's that, I like to call it like the human spirit. Something happens, like there's just got to be one more push in there to not give up. And if you can stay with that and be consistent, right? It did not happen overnight. It, no. You were consistently consistent <laughs> because you just took that little human spirit piece that was like, I can't give up right now, even though I really want to. And you made it grow and that it is possible and do not give up. I mean, especially in our world today, with so, right, our suicide rate increasing, the pandemic creating feelings of isolation, depression, and anxiety. Like we are here to inspire each other. That is- lift each other up. To lift each other up. And so again, thank you for being you. Thank you. (laughs) Always, all your parts. They're all amazingly beautiful. And I'm just really happy that I was able to be one of these support people in your life that- 
was able to help cultivate that belief in yourself. Oh, thank yeah. you. That makes me so emotional. Just, I didn't know that I could ever be here. And like all of the things that I've learned from you and from coming to therapy. And I'm so grateful for the opportunity to even be here. It makes me really happy. Oh, thank you. And well, and now your your gift is going to be inspiring others that this actually is real. It can happen. It has happened. Yeah. Know? And yeah, like you said, it doesn't happen overnight. And when it gets hard, I mean, I just tell myself I have to keep showing up for myself. Yes. Like my future self will thank me. And even if it's just one little thing that I can do every day, that will get me closer to the goals that I'm trying to achieve. Like yeah. just 1% better every single day. That's beautiful. Wow. Well, thank you, Victoria. It is inspiring and fun. And you just also, you just have such a sweet, loving energy that you mm, emanate outwards. You. And uh, mm. I know you're already and are going to continue to, you know, help others and, and just continue to grow yourself, which is amazing to witness. Yeah. I know. Thank you. Yeah. All right, everyone out there, getting a little teary-eyed here at the end. Uh, <laughs> just remember, take care of yourself, take care of each other. See you soon. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Me and you just singing on the train. Me and you listening to the rain. Me and you, we are the same. Me and you have all the fame we need. Indeed, you and me are we.